thanks for dialing into our podcast. We're the Light Church Bradford here in Yorkshire, England, a church committed to following Jesus and loving our city back to life again. We truly hope and pray this week's message helps you and encourages you on your journey, especially in these really challenging times. Holy Spirit, would you just be with us as we journey this word together? Hey everyone, it's such a privilege for me to bring this word to you. Thank you so much, Lizzie, for reading our Bible verses for today. I want to kick us off by just asking you to picture a lemon. We all know what a lemon looks like, or at least I hope we do. But inside that lemon is this amazing, sweet, zingy, flavour-carrying, flavour-influencing juice. Incredible, really, when you think about it. But you don't ever get to that lemon juice unless the lemon is squeezed, right? You don't ever get to that juice unless the lemon is squeezed. And all of us are at some point on our journeys to getting to post-pandemic. And we have a choice in how we make that journey. And we've just spent four weeks listening to Matt and that call on our lives to emerge brighter. And we've been really squeezed over the last 12, 13, 14 months. And now we're being called to emerge brighter. So how do we do that journey? Well, we've got to get from where we are here to over here where God's calling us to be. And over the next two weeks, we're going to focus on the journey of the Israelites and we're going to look at six steps that really are going to help us on our journey to getting to emerging brighter for Jesus post-pandemic. So as we join the story, the Israelites have been living in Egypt for over 400 years and it has been hard. Every year that they're there, it gets harder. They are more squeezed, more oppressed, more restricted, more in danger. And eventually they are squeezed so much that their heart cry really goes out to God. And in verse 24, we read that God heard their groaning and he remembered his covenant with Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. So we've got to go back to Genesis 12 to remind ourselves of what that promise was that he gave for the whole of the Israelites through Abraham. And he promised them three things. The first thing, he promised them a land, a literal promised land, a safe and wonderful home for their entire nation. The second thing is that he promised them descendants, a big and thriving family. And the third thing is that he promised that they would be a blessed people that bless other people. But that word is the complete opposite to where the Israelites find themselves in Egypt. It's certainly the complete opposite to how they're feeling. And I believe that sometimes God allows us to be in these places of hardship, these places where we're really squeezed, because that's when our true and genuine heart cry comes out to him. That's where we remember who we are and who he is. And that is the start of a massive heart work taking place. 
God heard their heart cry and he remembered. And we need to remember that in our journey to emerging brighter, in our journey to post pandemic, right at the start of it for the Israelites, right at the start of it for us, is a God who hears our heart cry and he remembers those words that he's spoken over us. He remembers those promises that he's given us. That is the cemented truth at the start of our journey. And I just want you to let that ground you for a minute because as we've heard the call from Matt to emerge brighter, we'll have all responded to that in different ways and we'll have all felt different things and some of us will have felt excited and you want to run a mile a minute and you're determined and you're excited for the new life on the other side of the pandemic. Some of us will be feeling anxious and overwhelmed and we're still feeling tired from the year that we've just journeyed. We're feeling really uncertain about what the future looks like. We just don't know if we trust the journey. There's a mix of all that sort of stuff going on in there. But step one on our journey is that God hears your heart cry and he remembers you. He remembers who he's called you to be. He remembers what he's spoken over your life. So practically, there are two things as we journey this first step. The first one is if you're feeling like you have a load of that in there and you haven't been real with God in the last few days or weeks or months or whatever it is, get real with God. Give him your heart's cry. Tell him the things that you're concerned about or struggling with or frustrated at or whatever it is. Give him your heart's cry because he hears it and a heart work can take place. Second thing that I think it's going to be really good for us all to do as we journey this at the start of our journeys is just use it as an opportunity to remember, to call those things to mind, those words, pictures, dreams that he's put in your heart, things that people have spoken over you, scripture that stood out to you, those things that have been specifically for you. Remember them, call them to mind, remind yourself of what God has spoken over your life because he remembers, but do we? And often when we've been in a hard time, often when we've been really squeezed and pressed, we can forget what God's spoken over us because we don't see that in our day-to-day lives and it just seems out of reach and then we forget and we stop holding on to those things. So remember what God has spoken to you. Point one on our emerging brighter journey. Step one, God hears where you're at and he remembers what he's spoken over your life. Point two, God is going to give you everything you need on this journey. If you're walking with him, God is going to give you everything you need, even if it's different to what we would have planned for. So when me and Joe are going on holiday, right, especially if we're going away for a long amount of time, we stick a sheet of paper on the fridge door and it's got all our list of like chores and plans and things we need to get ready and over the week we'll just tick it all off so that we know that when it comes to holiday time we've planned and we've prepped for everything and I think since lockdown one I've just gone a bit nuts for planning and we were sat around Matt and Josie's fire pit the other day and Matt asked us what are you going to do with your annual leave tell us what you're up to 
And the first thing that I honestly said was I started to share <laughs> that I'd planned what all our meals were gonna be, like new recipes that I were gonna cook, new ingredients that I was gonna try. This was like two weeks in advance before we were on holiday. And Matt just looked at me and he was like, what, you've already planned what food you're gonna have? And I was like, yeah, it, why doesn't everyone do that? <laughs> maybe you don't, maybe you do, I don't know. But safe to say, I have become a bit of a planner. Anyway, we've got this brilliant contrast in this chapter of Exodus of human planning versus God's provision. So we read, don't we, that the Israelites were so rushed out of their homes that they didn't have time to put yeast in their bread, which would have been this massive thing. If you don't have bread ready for your family in the morning as a staple thing, that's a huge thing. So the fact that they didn't have food ready is a massive anxiety inducing, oh, I haven't planned for this. I can't, you know, I can't plan it. What are we going to do? What's going to happen? But yet in contrast to that, as they're leaving Egypt, we read that God gave them so much favour with the Egyptians that they literally plundered them. So God gave them riches and gold and clothing. So what can we learn? Sometimes you can't plan for exactly what you need, for exactly where you think you're going on the journey, because what God wants and what God needs is for you to fully rely on him. Sometimes you can't work it out beforehand. Sometimes it's not in your control. Sometimes it's bigger than what our human minds would do. But that is exactly the whole point because he is a much better journey maker and a much better journey planner than we could be. And where we're going on this journey, we need to fully rely on him. And it's just this brilliant contrast. I just love it. They didn't have enough time to plan for their bread, for their daily food, but God provides clothes for them for literally weeks and months and years ahead because he knew where they were going. He knew it was going to be a long time. He knew what they needed far better than they did. He's a better planner and provider than me or you could ever be. He knows the journey that he wants you on right now. He knows the journey that you're on as an individual and you're on with your family and he's going to provide everything you need if you look to him and trust him. So again, practically, what can we do with step two? Once you've been grounded by the fact that he sees you and hears you and he remembers what's spoken over your life, Step two, it's time to let go of the control. Just ask the Holy Spirit, is he highlighting anything to you right now that you're holding on too tightly to, that he just wants you to let go of the control? Ask him, bring those things to him that you're desperate to see his provision in. Let him provide for you. It might look completely different to where you've ever been. It might look different to where your family's ever been. But if God's on the journey with you, you can let go and trust his provision, even if it's outside of your planning, what you would do and what you think should happen. Trust God on the journey and he will provide everything you and your family need as we all journey to emerging brighter. Step three, 
God watches over every single step of your journey. So this is verse 42, and this is honestly one of my favourite verses in the entire Bible. So as the two million people, as the Israelites are moving out of Egypt, verse 42 describes it as this. It is a night of watching by the Lord. And in Hebrew, it's this word shimmerim, which literally translates to, and some other versions in the Bible say this. This was a night where the Lord kept vigil. He observed, he kept watch, he observed the night's watch. Basically, as God's people started off on their journey, he watches them like a hawk because he cares and he has so much compassion for his people. If he didn't care, he wouldn't watch. I just love that. I just love the Father's heart in the Old Testament. What do you do when you're with a child and they've just learned how to cross the road for the first time themselves? You watch them like a hawk, don't you, the first few times to make sure the start of their journey has gone well and they're safe and they're protected and they're on the right path. You know, we've got two main roads in the house that I grew up in and kind of at the cross section is a corner shop. And me and my brother, when we were younger, we would obviously always love to go to the corner shop to get sweets or crisps or whatever it was. And when we were really little, the rule was you don't cross the road without an adult. But as we started to get older, we were allowed to, but the first few times my dad would watch us and I remember seeing him stand at the window. He would watch us like a hawk as we crossed both main roads because he wanted to check that at the start of our journey, we were safe and protected and we'd gone the right way. Same thing for when we were first allowed to walk to primary school by ourselves maybe maximum five minute walk, but mum would watch us on the start of our journey to make sure that we were going the right way and we were okay. If they didn't care, they wouldn't watch and it's the exact same with God. Whatever your journey is gonna be like for you and your family, whatever your journey has started like now, over these next few weeks, months, God is with you and he's watching every single step that you're going to take. You know, none of us have ever journeyed out of a pandemic. We don't know where we're going. We don't know what it's going to look like. We can't plan for it. But he watches every single step. He has a real father's heart and he's going to watch you like a hawk because he cares how we're all doing in this season and he cares how we get to the end point where he's calling us. Do you know the story gets even better you know as you read through the story of the Israelites as they start to move out from Egypt you know, you've got to imagine that as they moved out, they would have literally been walking into a nothingness. It was night time, so a dark nothingness of the wilderness. They have no idea where they're going, no idea how long it's going to take. They can't see in front of them. They've got children with them, they've got elderly people with them, they've got half-prepared food. It's dark, it's the wilderness. And this is what I love. God made it so visible so unquestionable that he was with them. 
In chapter 13, verse 21, it says, God led them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them along the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light that they might travel by day and by night. The pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night did not depart from the people. How awesome is that? So what can we learn? God is not shy about putting his father's heart visibly on display. He didn't just give the Israelites a glimpse of his provision. He didn't just give them a glimpse that he's with them and then leave them in the wilderness patch by themselves, leave them fumbling around in the dark to work it out by themselves. No, he is full on. He is, these are my people. I'm the journey leader. I'm leading them out. I am visibly here for my people. I've provided for them. I am walking with them. My heart is for this people and how they journey. And it is the exact same for us. His heart is for us as a church as we journey from here to here, as we emerge out of this pandemic. He is the best journey leader we could ever have. He knows the conditions of our hearts. He knows what work he needs to do in us. He knows where he wants to get us. He knows how he wants to provide for us way more than we could ever do. His heart is on display. And if you're listening to this and feeling like, oh, I just don't see God's heart on display enough. I want to see and feel and know him with me even more. Then follow the steps. One, get your heart right with God and cry out to him. Be real with him about where you are. Two, let go of the control and trust him on the journey. And three, give him your entire journey of emerging brighter and watch him lead you step by step for things that you could never plan for, for you and your family. So let's just have those three steps on the screen again. One, God hears you and he remembers. He hears your heart cry and he remembers those things he's spoken over you. Two, God will provide everything you need for the journey, even if it's completely different to what you would have planned for. And three, God watches over every single step. You know, as we were seeking God for this series, as he gave us the words for Emerge Brighter, there were quite a lot of prophetic senses that he gave us. And one was this picture of a vast landscape, almost like a flat plain, and it's got mountains all around the outside of it. And as you're looking at the vast landscape, you notice that there's almost like a wooden stick stood upright in front of you. And as your eyes trace the wooden stick, you realise that it's a shepherd's hook at the top of the wooden stick. And we saw this figure looking out onto the landscape, the shepherd, and he just said, it's time, it's time. And as I was praying for this word, I really felt God just say, let my people know that I love to journey with them. 
I am the journey leader. I love to go on journeys with my people, remind them of how I journeyed with the Israelites, remind them of who I am, what I can do, and how I love to journey with them. And that's what I believe that God is really sharing his heart with us today for. He is the ultimate journey leader. We've looked at some practical steps. We've looked at some ways to remember him. But just rest in knowing that the good shepherd knows the way. The good shepherd knows how to take you from here to emerging brighter and where he's called you to be. So let's just pray to close. Father God, I thank you so much that you are a God that loves to journey with your people, that you have such a father's heart for us. Would you be with us as we're on this journey? Would you cause us to remember who you are? And Holy Spirit, we invite you to do a heart work in us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, you made it to the end. That's even more encouraging. If you'd like to find out more about who we are, visit our website at thelightchurch.org.uk. We pray God's blessing on you now as you go into the rest of your day.